You see, God knows that man by himself will always struggle with temptation of material things. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. So, in studying this phenomenon of generosity, I found that sometimes even generous people don't know why they are generous or why it's such a good thing to be generous. They just naturally tend to be that way. But did you know that there are lots of very good reasons why we should be generous? First of all, generosity is defined in several ways. Webster says... Generosity is the habit of giving. Others define it as a willingness to give. I found one definition that said it's the spirit of giving. In all cases, generous people are consistent givers. So the question is, why be generous? Well, the first reason to be generous is because it emulates a characteristic Of Christ. Who is more generous than Christ? When he walked this earth and since he lives in us, no one has ever gave more of himself like he did. If we're serious about following Christ, we must be generous. That's enough reason right there to be generous, but there's more. The next reason is because generosity defeats materialism. The word says that where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. It also says that you can't serve both God and money. You see, God knows that man by himself will always struggle with temptation of material things. But by exercising generosity in our lives, we overcome it. By placing the giving to others above our own desires. And another reason is generosity strengthens our faith. It creates a bonding experience with the Lord. The Word says your giving proves the reality of your faith. When we give generously and we know we are tapping into principles and promises that God has for us, things that work in our lives. And finally, generous giving is an investment in today and eternity. The Word gives us many references on how giving blesses us in our daily life. It says, give generously and do so without a grudging heart. Then because of this, the Lord your God will bless you in all your work and everything you put your hand to. Paul said, whoever sows generously will also reap generously. So generosity comes back to us in blessings today. But what is even more exciting... Is how generosity has benefits that go beyond this life. Our generosity doesn't determine how we get to heaven. Our acceptance of Christ, who died for our sins, does that. But the Lord said, don't store up treasures on earth, 
where moth and rust destroy and thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven. There's a beautiful story of a, I heard a few years ago of generosity. About a young girl who had a, a, a real rare disease. And the only chance to save her was a blood transfusion. And the only good candidate for her was her little five-year-old brother. So when they asked the little boy if he would give his blood, he said, if it will save my sister, I'll do it. So while laying next to his sister during the procedure, the boy started to feel weak and turned pale. And then he looked at the attending nurse and he said, will I die right away? You see, no one explained to him that he wasn't giving all of his blood and that he would survive. You see, you can give without loving, but you can't love without giving. So whether you know it or not, your generosity is a great thing. And it's an important quality to develop in our Christian walk. My favorite quote on generosity is this one. The truly generous is the truly wise. And he who loves not others lives unblessed. I want to be wise and I want to be blessed, don't you? God's grace is amazing. Stay right where you are and hear how God's amazing grace can bring you peace in the middle of a storm. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. And now, back to On the Bright Side, as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. If you've grown up in a Pentecostal church, you'll like this little story. A Catholic girl and a Pentecostal girl were good friends, and they decided to attend each other's church together. So the first Sunday, they went to a Catholic church, and when the priest made the sign of the cross, the Pentecostal girl asked her friend, what does that mean? Well, her friend explained, that reminds us that the memory of the Lord's sacrifice should be kept in our heart and our mind. Well, the next Sunday, the two girls went to the Pentecostal church, and when the preacher stood up to preach, he took off his watch, and he set it up on the pulpit so he could see it. And the Catholic girl asked, well, what does that mean? And the Pentecostal girl answered, around here it doesn't mean anything. Aren't you glad we don't have that problem around here? How many times have you heard this saying? There, but for the grace of God, go I. Has anybody ever heard that? Has anybody ever said that? Or maybe you said something like this, but for the grace of God, my life would be a mess. Have you ever said that? Well, I know I have. It's one of those standard Christian type sayings that's just embedded in us. Sometimes we say that when we observe who's less fortunate than we are. 
and I know in my case, and I suspect in many of yours too, that we use that phrase sometimes without grasping the full gravity and truth behind the statement, there but for the grace of God go I. It's kind of like when you're driving on the freeway and something happens where you narrowly miss having a terrible car wreck. Your adrenaline adrenaline and your heart races for a few seconds, but a few minutes later, you're driving along, listening, listening to the radio. You're not even thinking about it. It's often pointed out that the greatest things in life are things that we take for granted. The air that we breathe, the eyes that give us sight, the sun that provides the light and the warmth, all the things that we feel we can't live without. We rarely give a second thought. So the fact that we don't make a big deal about the grace of God all the time is probably a normal human trait. But I want to tell you today that the grace of God is the biggest deal ever. Webster defines grace this way, unmerited divine assistance. It's something God gives you that you can't deserve and you can't earn. I like it when the Apostle Paul says in Ephesians, because of his great love, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive in Christ. Even when we were dead in our transgressions, and it is by grace that you have been saved. You see, without the grace of God, we never had a chance. But through Christ, He's made it available to everyone. It's a miraculous gift. And it's the one that we need the most. And it's the one we should be the most thankful for. And no matter what you've gone through, His grace is always enough. The Lord said, my grace is sufficient for you. And I know in my own life, I've had my share of prosperity and family blessings. And I've had some failure, uncertainty, and family crisis. And it always seems like in the worst times, no no amount of my own effort could ever impact the problems for the better. In fact, the harder I tried, the worse my problem became. But I learned that through these tough times, when my faith is tested, when I come to grips with the reality that I can change little or nothing that matters on my own, when I don't even feel spiritually strong enough to do anything, that's when He, who is rich in mercy, He comes And he gives me unmerited divine assistance. He gives me grace. The grace of God becomes real. It becomes personal. And it brings peace in the middle of my storm. And my problem gets smaller because he gets bigger. 
and then we can make it through our trial and we know without a doubt but for the grace of God. There's an old saying about grace that I like. It goes like this. Your worst days are never so bad that you are beyond the reach of God's grace. And your best days are never so good that you are beyond the need of God's grace. The most enduring song of our Christian faith was written in 1772 by a man named John Newton. Every generation since has embraced the words of that song that will penetrate the heart of every soul who receives this marvelous gift from God. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. Thank you, Lord, for your amazing grace. We all have the capacity for faith and doubt, but it's your faith that connects you to the power of God, and it overcomes your doubt and fears. Stay tuned to hear how to activate the power of faith in your life. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Attention small business owners. If you operate a retail business and are looking for great selling products with high margins, consider becoming a Nebo dealer. Nebo was founded by Christian business owners Bob and Glenn Bollinger and is the leading brand for independent retailers everywhere. Here's why. Nebo partners with retailers to maximize valuable counter space, a constant stream of new innovative lights, incredible impulse displays, and an industry-only buyback guarantee, which means Nebo will buy back your inventory in the unlikely event it doesn't sell. So if you own a retail business of any type, become a Nebo dealer and start turning profits like never before. Receive a free no-obligation sample of a great Nebo light and see for yourself. That's right. Get a free Nebo light and a Nebo catalog. To get your free flashlight and catalog, go to NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. That's NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. I want to ask you a question this morning. How is your faith today? Is it strong? Do you feel like you have big faith today? You know, I know a lot of people who are going through some difficult times right now. And one of the things that we always like to say to each other in these tough times is keep the faith. Keep the faith, brother. So are you keeping the faith this morning? I want to talk about faith for just a minute. Did you know that faith is absolutely the key to our being able to survive in this world. We have to understand this. We can't afford to let the world or anybody or any event shake our faith in God. In fact, when we're reminded about earth-shaking things, like September 11th, we have to turn to our faith just to get through and to process things like that. And without our faith, these things would do us in. 
But because of our faith, we can live and we can anticipate a blessed and victorious life in Jesus Christ. Can you say amen to that? You see, faith is not only critical to us, but it's very important to God that we have faith. In fact, the Word says that it's impossible to please God without faith. And that's why I want to share a few simple truths about faith that we need to never forget. And the first simple truth about faith is faith is simple. Faith isn't complicated. One of my favorite Bible stories about faith is the one about Jesus and the centurion. And a centurion is a soldier. And a soldier came to Jesus for help because his servant was paralyzed and was suffering. And when the Lord heard his story, the Lord said, well, shall I come over and heal him? And the soldier told him basically that he knew that Jesus was busy and that if Jesus would just say the word, that he knew his servant would be healed. And when the Lord heard this response, the word says he was amazed. Now, how many know it would take something really amazing to amaze the Lord? And Jesus said, I tell you the truth. I haven't found anyone in Israel with such great faith. Now, I love this story because of the soldier's simple, unspiritual-like logic. He believed the Lord could do anything, which meant he could do it anywhere he wanted to. He had simple faith. It wasn't complicated to him. The second truth about faith is that we all have faith and we all have some doubt. The Word says we were all given a measure of faith. And we see examples in the Word where faith and doubt are at work at the same time. When Jesus came walking on the water out to the boat where the disciples were, Peter called out, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come where you are. And the Lord said, okay, come. So in a leap of faith... Peter stepped out into the sea and started walking on water. And then suddenly the wind kicked up and he became afraid and he began to sink. And when Jesus reached out and caught him, he said, you of little faith, why did you doubt? So you see right there in the middle of defying nature, we have faith and we have doubt both being revealed in Peter. You see, we all have the capacity for faith and the capacity for doubt. But it's your faith that connects you to the power of God. It's your faith that overcomes your doubts and your fears. And you don't even have to fully understand it, to know it and to see it activated in your life. The next truth about faith is that we all need faith. Jesus said, When the Son of Man comes, will He find faith on earth? And it sounds so obvious to say a Christian needs faith. But it's us Christians who run and hide sometimes, not because we've admitted that we have have doubt, but because we weren't strong enough to take the leap of faith when the opportunity was there. We need faith in our lives, and we need to exercise it and develop it so when we're tested, It stands up and it reveals the living Spirit of God that's inside of us. And that's the last truth about faith that I want to remind you of today. We can all develop our faith. 
The word says faith comes by hearing the message. And the message is heard through the word about Christ. God's word can't help but to build our faith. When we pray, when we give praise, when we give, we're growing our faith. We're growing our faith. We can't let our guard down because like Peter, the winds will come. Our faith will be tested, but through his word, we'll find faith and we'll find victory over doubt. I like this saying, listen to this, faith is putting all your eggs in God's basket and then counting all your chickens before they hatch. If you're struggling to have enough faith today, just remember these truths about faith. Faith is simple. We all have it. We all need it. And we can all develop it because His Word always rings true. And we can count on Him to strengthen our faith. You see, you can only have faith in what you can depend. You can only have faith in what you can count on. And in your life, people will let you down. Your employer will let you down. Your government will let you down. But God will not let you down. You can trust Him. You can count on Him. You can have faith in God, whose word is true. And who always keeps His promises. In fact, the Lord even told us what to expect. When we exercise our faith. Do you remember this? Right before He raised Lazarus from the dead. He said, didn't I tell you? That if you only believed, you would see the glory of God. How's your faith this morning? Do you have big faith this morning? Turn to the person next to you and say, keep the faith. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. You have been listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. Or Bobby at onthebrightside.org. 847-312-8197. Or Bobby at onthebrightside.org. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com. 
or call 817-755-8484.